The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's the South Congress podcast, episode 105. Uh, continuing with kind of what we've been doing, um, having guests from all over, as opposed to our usual, you know, in the living room, back and forth show. Um, we got a special guest this week. Now, if you follow this podcast or me across, you know, any type of social media, you know that um, part of the work that I do is in pro wrestling you know, journalism, news, whatever you want to call it, analysis, however you call it. But um, it's a big weekend. It's the biggest weekend of the year in wrestling. It's WrestleMania weekend. And um, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that like every kind of live event or large gathering um, that we have kind of as a country has been either canceled or adjusted to something different. Um, And so normally, People like myself and my guest would be somewhere in Tampa right now. Um, I'd probably be under a bar stool somewhere by this point, uh, <laughs> but that's me. Um, so, so this week's guest um, goes by many different names and wears a bunch of different hats. Um, some people call her Alex. A lot of people call her the Queen of the Ring. Um, Alex, welcome to the South Congress Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And finally, we got. You know, I'm happy we finally got this through, you know? <laughs> exactly. Like, Alex has been patient with me as we, like, worked out this technical stuff, you know, all these different apps and stuff. They can uh, they can make it a bit hard to, to have kind of a show that you're used to, but she was patient. And so, like, me being a half hour late like I usually am was about right on course. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but let's see. So, I, I try not to set up, like, weird expectations for a show when I have a guest on here, but... Um, I would say, like, if I had to do kind of a quick run, um, a lot of people are, like, wrestling fans. um, But then you have another level of people involved who are, like, really dedicated to it. Like, I think you can be a fan, you can be a wrestler, you can be in the business, but then you can be, like, this wrestling-adjacent thing that lets me know that you actually are a real person outside of all this, but um, still very much involved and very passionate about the things that you're seeing. So... If you just want to kind of give everybody kind of a, a rough idea or overview, maybe about how you got started as a fan and how that got you to the things that you're doing now. Yeah. So um, I have two older brothers and I grew up in the 90s. So that pretty much sums up <laughs> my involvement with wrestling. And I'm the youngest. So I was always the punching bag. And we just always grew up loving it. And especially like, Growing up in New York City, we didn't have the chance to go to any of the Madison Square Garden shows, but I mean, we were very involved and wrestling ran so deep in my family, which is being like in the fan base of it. Like my grandfathers, my uncles loved it. Um, And it just always stuck uh, with me. And later in life, I went to college for acting and theater and I fell back in love with wrestling again. And I saw that wrestling is pretty much theater. It's soap operas you know (laughs) just with a grander scale and more violence which is totally okay with me (laughs) which i'm a fan of as well Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and so i went to my first wrestlemania which was wrestlemania 33 and i was just you know 
sitting there being a fan, commenting on everything. And there was one point where I noticed Goldberg, uh, no, not sorry, not Goldberg, uh, Goldust was wearing his same ring gear as he wore at WrestleMania 12. And these huge dudes were sitting behind us. They're like, how do you know that? You're so entertaining to like sit next to. I'm like, oh, uh, thanks, I guess. And they were like, if you have a podcast, you should let us know. I was like, I don't have a podcast, but maybe I should. (laughs) And so that's how I got started with this. And I've just been doing this all by myself. Started Queen of the Ring. The first um, uh, show I recorded myself at was the first Women's Royal Rumble, which was in Philadelphia in 2018. (laughs) And then since then, I've just, I guess, blew up (laughs) somehow. Uh, They caught my reaction when Molly Holly came out. And then I went to the WrestleMania in New Orleans that year and Cody Rhodes spit beer in my face. And then I went viral in the summer with Pete Dunne hitting me with a shoe. And I think for a while people were like, are you just a plant in the audience? I'm like, no, I'm just really passionate about wrestling, I guess. And they could tell. (laughs) No, it's amazing how it can be like super organic like that. Like it's not always just about like who you know but it's about how you are and how you present yourself and and it's always fun to see somebody who like didn't cut corners like it wasn't you putting up all the money you had to get cool with everybody or it wasn't like having like a cousin who knows a guy it was just like this is me and people recognize that this is important to me and so in turn, they treat me like I'm important. Like that's that's how it should go. And there's all kind of different avenues to get, you know, to get noticed or to be popular or to have a bit of influence in this world. But yeah, the way you did it is the fun way. Like it's the way that people I think can really appreciate. Um, now I don't know because all I really see is you kind of having positive interactions. Now, I'm not asking you to say like anything specific that's gone the other way, but do you also kind of deal with some negativity on your end? I mean, I just generally deal with the negativity uh, that any woman would get mm-hmm. when they're trying to break through a male-dominated sport or entertainment, rather, but... I mean, that's just so much of the negativity that I get, but I just have to like push along, you know, and I just have to just know in some scenarios, I know more wrestling than most (laughs) guys, For sure, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's where I like, I have a lot of confidence in that. And it sucks, you know, to go to shows sometimes and guys look at me and they're like, Oh, where's your boyfriend? I'm like, I'm here by myself, dude. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) I'm enjoying this just as much as you are. So I think that's just like the tough part, the negativity that I gain, but that I knew what I was signing up for, you know, Mm -hmm. like I knew I was going to get that. Um, especially like I, I bartend. So, and I bartend at at, like a sports bar. So Mm -hmm. like, I'm very much in the, male dominated i guess space already outside of the internet so i'm used to that kind of i guess negativity but it's just you know water off a duck's back i i feel like i've gained a lot of respect from people once they see my stuff and they're like oh like you actually love this stuff like this is real to you no (laughs) you've been about it which is good and that's that's what uh, 
I I love the most is that like some people maybe have their doubts and then they see it and then they're like, oh, okay, well, this is like you actually know what you're talking about. But so much more of like negativity. That's really the only kind of negativity that I've run into. But yeah, you, you've been walking around the streets of New York your whole life. So this don't scare you. Yeah. I'm not scared of nothing. <laughs> there we go. Dude, I'm born and raised in the Bronx. I'm Puerto Rican. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not affected. <laughs> For sure, for sure. So let's um, let's fast forward to like literally right now, right? Yeah. So uh, probably, you know, it was all around about a month ago, three weeks ago, that we start hearing about social distancing, and it goes from you know don't be in a large crowd to don't be in a crowd of a hundred to don't be in a crowd of ten, and while that affects everybody. People like me and you specifically, like we're looking at it like, well, you know, we plan on being in a building of 90,000 people. Like, how's how's that going to change? And then not only that, but we plan on going to these four and five and six events that are going to have, you know, at least 100 people in a building. And that's all like slowly dissipates and it all goes away. Like, uh, what was your thought process in seeing, you know, from the first time they start to announce people can't be in large groups to, I don't know, like two weeks ago when we kind of knew this whole thing wasn't happening? Well, um, well, being in New York, they canceled like everything, like concerts, they closed down Broadway shows, Madison Square Garden was done, Barclays Center was done. So for me, it was so much of like, okay, they're going to cancel it or postpone it or do something. I just, my whole dilemma was like, I wish they would have announced something a little bit sooner than they did. I know that they were just trying to scramble and work with the city of Tampa to try to figure out what exactly they can do. Um, And yeah, it's, I mean, I knew like something was going to go down, but it was like once they closed down Disney Cause we were supposed to go, cause my friends and I were supposed to go to Disney before we go to Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, so once they closed down Disney, they're like, Oh, we were just like, okay, so we can't go to Disney. Can we possibly still go to the indie shows? Cause at that point we were like, okay, we're definitely not going to WrestleMania. We didn't even have tickets. Uh, so we were like, we're definitely not going to WrestleMania. We don't want to be in that building with so many people, but mm-hmm. can managed to push at least going to an indie show where there's like 150 or 200 um and you know i was still open to going but at the same time i was i was a little scared you know i was a little scared of how it was going to go down but once the indie shows canceled i was like you know what we're done (laughs) for sure my friends and i was like yeah we're not going let's just kind of uh, plan out what we can do and let's all try to get our refunds with our flights at least and at our hotels um, but yeah I mean it's unfortunate that it couldn't happen and we were all there I mean we were all planning to go and this is the biggest like event in wrestling of the whole year and mm-hmm. it's very eerie that it's today, WrestleMania day, day one of WrestleMania. And it just really doesn't feel like it at all. It feels like there's like a, a smaller pay-per-view happening, like backlash or something. And it's like, Oh man, we'll, we'll watch it on a network. It's like, well, nobody's going to be there. It's Mm -hmm. weird. It's It's like, uh, 
like off the top of my head, it's like uh, like stomping grounds, like happening yeah. in a city where nobody you know is going to be there. <laughs> like it feels like it's happening across the world, uh, but it feels like that for everybody. Yeah. Um. So so let's kind of shift to that. You know, we're talking about the events still happening today and happening tomorrow. You as somebody who who tends to find the good in, in a lot of things, what's your level of excitement, um, you know, for the weekend, for tonight, for tomorrow? Like, are you going to plant yourself in front of the TV? Uh, well, I mean, of course, you're going to watch it. But if you had to if somebody said, are you going to be entertained by this? Do you think this is going to have a lasting positive impression on you? Just offhand a, a yes no a maybe what are the factors that'll make it go one way or another like what are you what are you anticipating i think um i think in a way it is going to be entertaining in the aspect of what are they doing and i mm-hmm. think last night on smackdown john cena explained it pretty well where like this is going to be an unprecedented in, uh, night of wrestlemania you know and this is going to be unpredictable in terms of nobody knows what really is going on. I mean, right now we don't even know which matches are are on which day. Like, are we getting Goldberg at the end? Are we going to get Brock Lesnar tomorrow at the end? Um, So I'm looking forward to how they are going to do it. And this is all pre-taped as well. They haven't done any pre-taped stuff on the main roster in a while. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it in terms of like, I'm very curious of how they're going to play it out. I think I will be entertained, but I think I'll be entertained with the matches that I was already looking forward to, like Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn, I was looking forward to, Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley, Shayna versus Becky. Um, So I know that I'll be entertained with those matches, but I'm very curious with how they're going to play out. Like, the Firefly Funhouse match. What is that match? What is yeah. that match like consist of, you know, and even the Boneyard match. Um, but I think everyone's going to be entertained. And also, this is going to be a WrestleMania we never forget, you know? Oh, for sure. It, it's, Absolutely. it's definitely one of those. And it's going to be one of those, like, like no one forgets where they were when they first watched that SmackDown when we came back after 9-11. Yeah. And even like the Eddie Guerrero show, like there's little shows like that where like you just never forget who you were with or who you were watching it with. And this is going to be one of those weekends where we're all going to sit down. We're all pretty much in this together. We're all at home sitting down and um, trying to make the best of it. But the most exciting thing is like everyone's like trying to go on Zoom and trying to watch it actually together. And I uh-huh. think that's the most like beautiful thing about um what's happening right now is that this is still not stopping people from getting together and watching it together and being excited together. That's the most beautiful thing about wrestling is that at the end of the day, we have our favorites, we have the people that we hate, but we all are in this together. And that's what I love so much about it. Yeah, it's going to be, um, like you said, there's going to be all kinds of hangouts. I know my thumbs are going to be sore from all the tweeting. I, <laughs> I know. So yeah, for sure. Um, I think that there are... As much as we have conversations about the wrong type of wrestling fans, um, you know, at least for a few hours tonight and a few hours tomorrow, a lot of that goes away um, because it's going to be the people who are enthusiastic, um, the people who are involved, people who are passionate. And 
it's at the very least going to be a steady flowing conversation. And I'm right there with you, like regardless of if this is the most perfect thing, if this is the worst thing, um, it's going to lead to a lot of conversation and it's something that we're always going to have. Um, you know, I'm hoping that because my thing is always, it's hard for me to cheer for the company and this is any company, but Mm -hmm. I always cheer for the employees. Right. So, um, you know, I want everybody to come through it safely uh, and to be pleased with what they do. And, and like you said, the few matches that you listed, like those are people who can go out there and wrestle a broomstick and it'd be entertaining. And so, yeah, yeah the amount of effort is, is going to be there. I think that's going to that's going to be a positive. And, yeah, I look forward to watching it and cracking inappropriate jokes about it. But I hope everybody comes out of it. OK, so for sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's my one thing, too. And I've always been like preaching is I hope that not only the athletes are safe, but even like people that are in the production team and the camera mm-hmm. crew, because a lot goes into it other than just the superstars and the people that we see on TV. So I just hope that they're taking care of everyone. And like you said, like, you know, I I don't agree with how the company went about everything mm-hmm. in terms of. Is it going to get canceled? Is it going to get postponed? Because I feel like just last week, people were just getting refunds for their flights and stuff and starting to cancel flights, which is insane. Like, people should have done that two weeks ago. So I agree with you where it's like, I'm not going to really cheer on for the company, but Mm -hmm. for everyone else that's working and putting, you know, a good show or trying to put on a good show at the end of the day, I applaud them and I wish them nothing but the best. And I hope that... They're also having fun, you know, mm-hmm. doing it. Um, but it, it it's like, it's got to suck for those people that it's like, some of these people, it's their first WrestleManias and they're not doing it in front of a crowd. Or yeah. some, some people, some of the athletes that, you know, shelled out so much money for these outfits, for these gears. And even, I even feel bad for the people who it was supposed to be their first WrestleMania this year. Yeah. Like that's the people that I feel bad for the most. It's that whoever who was going to experience WrestleMania for the first time, whether you're a fan or in the production or an athlete there, like I, that's who I feel bad for the most, but they're making the best of it. So that's what we can, that's what, you know, we just have to, that's the cards that we're dealt with. <laughs> Do you think that after today, and it, and it might be a, a, or after Sunday, and it might be a day from Sunday or a week from Sunday, do you think they shut down for the summer? I would hope so. Yeah. I would very much hope so. I don't see them continuing to do Raw or SmackDown in the next two weeks. Yeah. I just, there's just nothing to build. Like what's, I don't know. It's just, um, I hope that they consider taking the chance to join the world in having an off season Yeah, for them. Yeah. And cause it's just like, as much as it is nice to escape from the world and not like look at the new, like every time I turn on the TV, it's about like, what's the quarantine getting locked down and coronavirus. And it's nice to just flip on wrestling 
and it's wrestling now and it's live and it's a nice escape. And I've always said that wrestling is such a great escape for everybody, especially me. But like right now it's like, Hey, let's, let's all stick together and not go outside and take these flights and go and, and work these shows because it's like, as much as yes, you're entertaining me. I love it. Thank you so much. I just think that they shouldn't do that. I don't know. It's just, it's weird because it's like, what are you guys trying to build up to SummerSlam? Like mm-hmm. what's the next mm-hmm. pay-per-view money in the bank? Like, yeah, sure. But I mean, it's just like, let's try to figure out what's going on in the world right now. And let's try to, you know, get better. And then we could finally go to these live events and stuff. Cause yes, it's entertaining to see the wrestling stripped down without an audience and actually see the pure wrestling that this huge production company, this major company can do. Cause like what they're doing now is like what I watch like in Brooklyn or in Queens and indie shows, you know, Uh like barely any crowds, which is nice to see, but it's nice to see now because they still have to build up and, you know, throw on WrestleMania. You can't just cancel or postpone WrestleMania, I guess. But I just hope that they do take the consideration to have an off season, just relax, just chill out, you know, and hopefully once summer does come back and we can have live events again and like that SummerSlam, if we can have SummerSlam, like that's going to be huge. That's going to be the biggest crowd that's going to sell out so fast and that's going to be a loud night. That crowd is going to be rowdy. The pops are going to be glorious. And so I just hope that we can just have the off season get better and then once we can finally have live events like let's just bang it out to SummerSlam. Yeah, the the first show back um <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, the first show back, and then of course the first big, big show. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be insane. Absolutely. Um, so I was probably gonna be down there. I don't know, three, four days maximum. Um, if you were down there for three days, tell me about the three outfits because quiet is kept. Um, you you are maybe the best dressed wrestling fan. Like it's because there's there's always like. On one end of the spectrum, there's black t-shirt wrestling fan. On the other end of the spectrum, there's dress like a wrestler fan. And you are kind of that happy medium to where it looks like it's cool, but it's not too far one way. But it's also like, not like I didn't try. I just kind of had this. <laughs> so you, like she's doing this show in like, uh, what, what t-shirt are you wearing right now? Uh, I'm wearing my Shawn Michaels WrestleMania Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 12 getting the belt for the first time t-shirt and yeah. she's and she's sitting in an ECW chair like to give you a feel for who's doing this show. <laughs> so so I don't know if you had anything already kind of figured out um but like which which varsity jacket were you going to wear with which t-shirt with which headband? <laughs> um I was probably I don't even know like I wasn't even I was going to take like last weekend to pack Mm-hmm. But once it all like canceled, I was like, I guess I don't really need to think about outfits. But um, I just recently purchased um, the Harley Quinn jumpsuit from Birds of Prey, the yellow jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. I was going to wear that to like Effie's big brunch. And then I think I was probably going to wing it. And honestly, like that's just what I do. I just wing it. I try to find because every every wrestling. So you just you just gonna lie? You just gonna lie on the show? Okay. No, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> keeping it humble i'm keeping it 100 right now because like every every 
wrestling shirt is black. And it's a little too boxy for me because it's unisex. So I try to like cut up my shirts as into a crop top or anything. And then I throw on some pants that are not black, hopefully that are not black. And I just like, I don't know, man, I just wing it. I don't even know half the things that I wear. Because sometimes I'll look back in pictures. I'm like, oh, that's a cute outfit. I don't remember wearing that. I don't know, dude. I just throw things on together. And I find, I think that's just like my natural style. It's like I try to find something I'm comfortable with wearing and I wear it and I just try to rock it the best I can. Like I'm not gonna, all with all due respect, I do have friends that go to wrestling sh- shows with, um, like mini skirts and heels and they look bomb as fuck. They look great. I love the way that they dress themselves, but I can never go to a wrestling show in high heels. I could never. And I feel like I know (laughs) I even feel like slightly uncomfortable wearing like skirts sometimes to shows, but like applaud to those girls. Like half of those girls are my friends and they look amazing. But even like when we went to the Royal Rumble last year and we took that infamous, uh, undisputed era picture with all the Mm -hmm. girls, like all the girls like had on these like extra accessories and everything. And I'm just in the picture like, well, I have the shirt and I have jeans and I have yellow shoes. So I guess this works for me. (laughs) But that's just like, that's just my personal style. It's just like anything that I'm comfortable with and I can rock, I'll go out. Like I have that like stone cold hockey jersey. I'll wear that with like some biker shorts and maybe some like checkered vans and I'm good to go or even some Doc Martens and people are like whoa you look so nice you look so well done I'm like I just I barely tried but okay thanks <laughs> I don't it's know a lot, it's a lot of cat but okay so between you you know having a, a strong knowledge uh, of the product you've seen in the history of it mm-hmm. um having a positive outlook on it uh, 99% of the time, um, being super sociable, um, having a good group of friends, again, having a style to you. I feel like all these things led to um, something I saw interesting on my Twitter. Like all of a sudden I see you sitting with a big box of pizza telling everybody how they can get a discount on pizza this weekend (laughs) and going forward. So, um, and as much as you can, because sometimes when deals like this come out, you can't give all the information, but just talk about how that came about, what it is and how be, how people can, can participate. Well, they actually reached out to, uh, Alexis, Alexis Littlefoot, shout out to her. They reached out to her first and, uh, we're all, all the girls are in a group chat. So she sent it. She was like, look what, what they like, who's hitting me up. And so I texted her with like those like eye emojis, like Mm -hmm. you want (laughs) to help me out, (laughs) tell them about me, you know? And so she did. And I have, I can't thank her enough for uh, helping me out with that. So they slid into my DMS and they were like, Hey, we're throwing this WrestleMania pizza party, virtual pizza party. Do you guys, do you want to be along with it? And emails were exchanged and then, Yeah. We're, we're working with them. And, uh, yeah, so it's, um, we're doing a virtual watch along party, which really it's just like, we're on Twitter, just tweeting about the event mm-hmm. and, um, you guys can get 25% off on the regular menu. If you order online using queen of ring 25, that's the code. And I 
think the code lasts all year. And I don't know. I don't know if we actually told them who, what company it is. Oh, it's a uh, Papa John's. There we go. There we go. <laughs> it's Papa John's, is what it is. Uh, yeah, it's it's wild. <laughs> I never like. I never thought that if you told me two years ago when I first started Queen of the Ring that I would have some kind of partnership with Papa John's. I'd be like, you're out of your goddamn mind. That is not happening. But it did. And honestly, I can't thank Alexis enough for like putting in a word uh, with them for me. And yeah, we're both doing it. We're both doing the thing. <laughs> so yeah, um, everybody order pizza this weekend and going forward uh, for the next year. Yeah. Hopefully you become a big winner. So yeah. Um <clears throat> So before we get out of here, um, let everybody know the different places they can follow you and interact with you and exactly kind of what they'd be getting from that. Yes. Okay. So on my YouTube channel, I post, uh, I try to post events that I'm at, but obviously this weekend, that's not happening. <laughs> um, but I usually post uh, some vlogs of any of the shows that I'm at. I always do big uh, wrestling weekends, and I do that. Uh, as of lately, I've been doing watch-alongs for Dark Side of the Ring on my YouTube channel. YouTube channel is Queen of the Ring. You could type in Queen of the Ring Wrestling on YouTube, and you could easily find me there. Um, and I also do SmackDown reviews for the channel Wrestling with Regret, and those videos come out every Saturday, so you could definitely look for me there. On Instagram, you can follow me at underscore queen of the ring. I do a lot of Instagram lives and they post pretty cool pictures of me and some pretty cool merch <laughs> and pizza. And uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at a queen of the ring. Um, and sometimes I'll like live tweet some events there. And I also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Alex Queen of the Ring, and just started that up, but we're going to be doing some watch-alongs there. We're going to be doing some live streams. You guys get early access to my YouTube videos if you become a Patreon. I'm also going to do a new thing where I reenact promos because currently we are all stuck at home, and that's what I'm doing, just doing videos in my bedroom. <laughs> and I've been watching like a lot of old wrestling, so I want to re recreate promos as much as I can. But... You guys get to vote. So if you guys become a Patreon, you get to vote on what you guys want to watch in terms of promos, me reenacting it, watch-alongs, all that good stuff. Uh, am I missing anything else? I think I'm good. I think that's about it. <laughs> right. And we'll have uh, links to all that stuff in the notes for the show. So um, everybody will have all that information about how to contact and how to participate. So yeah, um, I want to thank you for joining me. Alex, I really do appreciate it. I hope that we and everybody else, um, you know, enjoys WrestleMania weekend um, for what we have. And who knows? Maybe we'll get blown out of the water. Um, I'm trying to be positive like you would be positive about this. I'm going to say a bunch of mean things as soon as we're done with this. But as of right now, I'm going <laughs> to get the positivity out. Uh, so, yeah, guys, um, it's been the South Congress podcast, episode 105. Uh, my guest this week was Alex, queen of the ring. Super snappy, even though she says she doesn't try. <laughs> very try, very try hard wrestling dresser, um, YouTuber, Instagrammer, Twitterer, um, does everything and does it all very well. Alex, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. <laughs> Glad we can make it happen. Again, guys, South Congress Podcast, episode 105, and we're out. Yeah. <laughs>
Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comment, show, or movie discuss? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show. 